So where, where are you? I'm in Devon at the moment. Um, my family are from Devon and I'm down here sort of working on a farm currently because I've been waiting on things to open up again and just like yeah. needed to get from the city for a bit now because I was in Brighton for a little bit. I was living in Brighton for about five years and then right. the pandemic hit and, and I went to go and stay in Bristol for a bit and I moved back down with my mum and then, yeah, we've just been all all over the place really, but I'm looking forward to... Um, just starting some gigs again which is which is i guess the point of this lovely yeah. interview. we're gonna do some uh yeah talk about talk about that sort of stuff which yeah yeah stuff. yeah so it's been a while since i've actually seen you isn't it i mean we we did meet once or twice didn't we and um yeah that was going back a few years now wasn't it um gosh it feels like a lifetime ago mate to be honest like, yeah. <laughs> like the whole uh the whole break that i had also was kind of um sort of made a lot longer by the fact that we had no gigs because of the pandemic as well so I feel like yeah I've just been sort of waiting for waiting to come sing some tunes again like, and do what I actually like to do so, yeah. well if you don't mind we'll just sort of go we'll just do a little bit of a potted history if that's okay before we kind of get mm -hmm. into the present day uh mm -hmm. just so just to give people a bit of context so so you obviously you're known as Fable and and um but your real name's Holly. If you, if, if I'm alright to call you Holly, or shall I? What do you yeah. want me to call you? Yeah. You can. Yeah, you can call me Holly. Of course you can. It's not. It's not, a, it's not a secret. <laughs> it's not a secret. In other words, no. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not at all. Fable okay. is almost like a, an alter ego and a character. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so, I, so when I did meet you in Brighton, um, you were basically just kind of starting out, and um, um, obviously singing was what you wanted to do. And I remember seeing you as well at a showcase event for The Great Escape, which was at the um, Marwoods pub, I think it was. The, the Marwoods, up, yeah. Upstairs at the Marwoods, that really weird cookie kind of cafe place. That was a uh, great gig. I really enjoyed that gig, actually. That was live. Lit. <laughs> I mean, it was round. It was Good absolutely fun. round. I was surprised I could get in there. But um, yeah, that was, that, was, that was great. But that was three, four years ago now? That was, yeah, it was three, four years ago. I think it was around about the time that I was sort of um, doing the quite rocky, punky kind of Fable set, which was a lot of fun live. And, yeah. Um, a lot of the music was written with Archive, the Trip Hop Collective. Right, yeah, um, yeah. Dan yeah. Darius. And we, yeah, we, we really had an uh, interesting sort of like, sort of flex on that with those guys when I was writing with them. And it all kind of transferred to live and was quite kind of frantic live show which was bloody fun to do um, mm. but I think also the where where we're going with it now it's going to be quite quite a different show I think considering the kind of new material that I've been sort of compiling yeah. over the past two years um, I think it's still going to have a definite like rawness to it like it was yeah. before but I think we're we're kind of on slightly jazzier territory um before which is really exciting. Yeah. So uh, I, you know I don't know if you want to sort of go back into that period and, and just uh, I mean and you know if there's anything that you don't particularly want to talk about that's absolutely fine but, I, mm. but I'm just curious obviously as to you know it sounds like that it wasn't quite happening for you you weren't and basically yeah. you, you decided to kind of step back and yeah. reevaluate things yeah, and completely. Yeah. I, yeah. Had a, I had a bit of like personal trauma going on at that point as well. I think um, I was I was living in a shared house in Brighton. Um, I had this relationship with this lady who um, we ended up 
yeah, we ended up breaking up and then she had quite a bad time with her mental health. And then like shortly after that, she ended up committing suicide and I ended up sort of stepping away from all okay. of my kind yeah. of music stuff at that point, just because I, yeah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't focus and I couldn't actually tap into my creativity at that point. I think sometimes it's different with different artists, but I think sometimes a lot of people, you know, are able to like delve into that um, later on. But for me, I needed that sort of processing time for I continued to sort of like, you know, gig and stuff. Because I think it's a different process, isn't it, from from writing um, yeah. to actually like being out there in, in, in the public eye and performing. <clears throat> and I found that writing process great a couple of years after I'd um, kind of taken a step away from it and had a bit of a yeah. sort of process and reevaluate my kind of headspace with everything. Um, and yeah, I think like it's definitely, it's definitely like given a bit of like depth to the writing of the next album for sure. Like, yeah. just, the, just having that space as well. And having, I, I met my partner during that period. And he's, you know, he's a philosopher. He's into poetry. We have a lot of like sort of deep discussions, like yeah, sort of, like little, yeah, little space in the world. And, and yeah, I think like just having a healthy amount of time away from music because it, it can be a total like fishbowl that you're in when you're doing it. And yeah. just sort of like stepping outside of that and seeing what life is like, like getting a real job, for example, like <laughs> going to work like forty hour week on a farm, and, um, kind of just just like figuring out what your day-to-day -day stuff is more than like your big goals and aspirations was sure. a really sort of whole, wholesome thing to do at that point definitely because I'd never really done that I'd always like my family were my dad's musician um, and I'd been sort of gigging and performing writing since I was about sort of 12 so I think like it's been a real trajectory up until that point and then just having that moment to be like oh right okay, what is what's life about other than music for, for once yeah. was um, was really important actually if not to do it now then I definitely end up doing it later so I'm glad it's happened at this point and then I can sort of take stuff from that yeah and put it into the new the new collateral yeah so obviously there was you know major things going on in your, in your life and uh funnily enough my my my, my wife is a is uh is a bit of a philosopher she teaches philosophy actually so it's nice having that nice having those philosophical discussions every now and then, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, in this world, especially because I think like yeah, we're just so. Gosh, yeah, we're we're so like, um, not not really taught that stuff. You know what I mean? We're not. Yeah. It's not. It's something that should probably be in in the secondary school curriculum, like to learn how to think, for example, yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. And I think that underpins then everything that you learn, doesn't it? How you yeah. even like perceive the world of life. Um, and just having having that presence in my life from Jack was like, because like, it's something that I've always been interested in, obviously as an artist, as a writer, and everything else, but like to actually like have someone that you can, um, yeah, confide in with that sort of stuff. It's like really, really lovely. Yeah. Um, Good. Yeah. So, so, so obviously, after um, the events in in Brighton with your your personal life, you you basically had took a step back mm -hmm. and just reevaluated and and went through, I guess, that long that long process. Mm -hmm. of, um, yeah, that long process of kind of going, oh, do I even want to do this anymore? 
and then yeah like actually yeah I do yeah <laughs> that kind of um yeah just to take a new perspective on on it I think yeah it's really useful and, and um, then of course yeah, the pan- sorry yeah come on continue. well I was just going to say the, the the pandemic obviously hit as well and that's kind of, that's mm-hmm. kind of delayed things a little bit further as well mm-hmm. yeah for sure but I think in all of that time um as as I actually before the pandemic happened um I just signed to uh name a small that's right yes name. yes um, yeah yeah I know them really, they're great they release some really good brilliant. stuff don't they? very yeah, cool fantastic. stuff yeah 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 they're lovely guys as well James is wonderful and um, who actually James put me in contact with um Jonas Persons who I actually wrote the new album with so it was really nice kind of um yeah kind of friendship that I formed with him through that mm. and then yeah just through then obviously the pandemic hit and then by that point I was like kind of coming up doing bits of writing um doing it quite sporadically though as in so I'd come up for like four days or something and then I'd go back home um I'd go back to work <laughs> and then kind of come up again and have another writing session for about four days and we over about the course of about a year and a half we 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 put together an album yeah but it was it was a different kind of writing process I think with archive we we did it quite intensively um and sat in each other's spaces and each other's heads for a few days and smashed it out but with this we've kind of had a lot of breathing space between each track which is why I think there's probably quite a lot of um sort of yeah difference in each each song I think yeah there's quite a lot of variety on the album um, but I think that's just the phases of what you go through during a, during a year and a half. <laughs> it was a real different kind of way of doing it. But yeah, I think, yeah, I think we've managed to somewhat <laughs> keep some continuity through it. It's not completely random. Um, but <laughs> no, that was what I was always worried about was that it was going to be so every track was going to be so different that it, it couldn't possibly be yeah. one body of work but I think over 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 the two years we managed to write enough songs to find the thread that ran through them all yeah well you can hear that I mean I, I've had it I've had it I've had a chance to hear the album and, and you can definitely hear I the have. sort of fluidity of it of it definitely flows mm. really well um good which is really which uh, which is good and, and really important I think especially for an artist who is kind of, you know, establishing themselves. But um, but it is also different as well. I didn't really get to hear much of your old stuff on mm. um, on a studio recording level. I saw you live mm. uh, a couple of times and I, and I heard a couple of things. But like you said earlier on, it was definitely had a bit more of a rockier feel to it. Whereas this, this mm. ha- definitely has more of a, there's a little bit of jazz, a little bit of trip hop, I think. Yeah, uh, sure. kind of that vibe to it um mm. but yeah, so, yeah i think i kind of wanted to sort of like acknowledge um the the sort of music that i sung before i started writing with archive before i sort of had that teenaged angst that we all go through and we want to write really thrashy music um before that i was very much like a jazz vocalist and, and right yeah i think i was sort of like singing when i was sort of 14 was kind of around those kind of like notes and shades so like it's kind of a little bit more it's kind of a nod to the past in a sense for me as well um to kind of like yeah integrate 
all those different sort of like things that I love, like, you know, Etta James, but I also love the Sex Pistols, but I also love, it's all quite contradictory, but to try and make that work on an album, I think hopefully we've managed to, I'm not sure, <laughs> but it's, um, mostly we created it in his studio up in um, Soho in London. But we ended up just using the original takes because there was just something about those like like true moments when you first come up with an idea and it and it's expressed. You you struggle to like recreate recreate that feeling that it came with. For example, uh, orbiting the vocals, the backing vocals that run under the whole thing were just kind of recorded by me in my bedroom, um, just totally in the zone that and and we tried to recreate those backing vocals in the studio. Just something so like it's just so melancholy and like vibey about it that we couldn't recreate it. So we just kept the original, <laughs> original yeah. rough stems, and, and you can really kind of hear that in the record that it's kind of got that cozy, intimate feeling. Yeah, um, it's definitely got that for sure. I mean, there's 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 three. I think there's there's a number of songs that that people can listen to already woo woo uh, fall away sorry, and can you hear me yeah i got you sorry that was my mum's drunk so oh, okay yeah no worries she could be quite relentless with this sort of thing that's all right i'm expecting my mum to walk in any moment now with the dogs and i have to say mom shush mom shut up mom yeah that's all right yeah so i was just i was saying that um that there are some songs that have been released that people will be able to hear like fall away mm. which is the most recent one womb came out um a few months ago now and then before that it was another song wasn't it was it um thirsty which was yes. a kind of a hint to the original stuff that i used to do with archive which was a little yes. bit more yeah. A little bit more up in your face and, and kind of, um, yeah, it's got like a bit of a ragey breakdown at the end that was kind of like a little hint to that. Just It was kind of a single that didn't make the album because yeah. it was more of a statement to say, hey, remember me, I'm, I'm going to make music again type thing. So it was, <laughs> it, it didn't, it didn't quite sit, it didn't quite sit no. with the rest of the tracks. Okay, um, that's interesting. Yeah, I've just, I've just realised that's not on the album. Yeah, so that, mm. that was just basically reintroducing yourself, but you decided not to use that track on the album. Mm -hmm. But the, but the last two songs that you released, Womb and Fall Away, are on the album. Will be featured. Yeah. 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 Um, and then the albums. Sorry. No, continue. That's all right, mate. No worries. Yeah. So, yeah. so shame. The album's called Shame, isn't it? Mm. And uh, yeah, that's, that's the title track. Yeah. So there's a song called Shame on the album. Can you talk us through that? Why? Why you went for that title? Or is there any particular? Yeah. I think um, there's a lot you can pull from that song lyrically, um, but I decided to sort of title the album shame um so i thought we're kind of in a world of sort of it's, it's a kind of a, a word that has like negative connotations that i kind of wanted to sort of shine like show in a, a slightly new light um i think we're living in a bit of a social climate of blind like self-empowerment and like unconditional self-love and it was kind of <laughs> it's kind of a polarization of that in a sense um it's, it's sort of shame is kind of like a feeling no one's up for exploring at the moment um yeah especially on social media i see it quite often and i think there's something really self-reflective about the idea of shame and it's 
I think it's actually a force for like internal positive change um because mm-hmm. there are you know there are times in my life where I've felt shame for some really shitty things that I've done um and it was only through feeling that that I was able to act and sort of like change my perceptive my perspective even yeah um and if I sort of continued to pat myself on the back like I'd still be quite ignorant um <laughs> so I think I, I don't know it's it's I think the world at the moment is completely shameless like how we live our lives we yeah. like, congratulate ourselves because we desperately don't want to feel bad about ourselves and sort of confront anything that lurks in the depths of our minds or our beings and like yeah it's kind of almost it's it's almost like the opposite as, as to what everyone's trying to promote on their social media at the moment which is just unconditional self-love and like yeah you 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 go girl you do what you yeah. do your thing it's like um I sort of feel like that can be quite negative in a sense if we're constantly reaffirming each other's mental health problems and, yeah. uh, and not confronting any of it. So I think just, yeah, just it, at the time that we're in now, I kind of wanted to just like throw that little curveball because mm. it's something that I've been thinking about quite a lot. Sure, um, well, I think it's very important, you know, yeah, being, being honest <laughs> and up, up front and not uh, hiding behind masks and, uh, you know, pretending yeah. otherwise, you know. Exactly. And I think I think people will get that generally. It's just just generally there's a tendency for the louder ones to make their voices heard on social media, aren't there? And uh, oh, so. massively, yeah. Everything's <laughs> everything's a PR campaign these days. Nothing, yeah. nothing's got integrity anymore because no. all of our lives are pretty much just uh, yeah, just social media adverts, Ooh. really. So it's it's <laughs> it's a horrible world to live in at the moment, mate. Honestly, on this social media malarkey, I'm sick of it. I'm absolutely sick of it. I can't, I can't even believe that. Yeah, I mean, as a musician, you now have really no option other than to be honest. I think you've just got to look at it for what it is, and kind of, yeah, and kind of take the piss out of it and twist it. Yeah, um, yeah, I think, I think, I think if you know, I think you can, you can work it to your advantage uh, and be truth, truthful to yourself, you know, at mm-hmm, the same time. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's definitely good, and, and the fact that we're all coming out of, you know, lockdown. And there's obviously more interactions, more people going out and meeting people and, and connecting and, and you'll be doing live shows as well. Things like that. That's going to kind of change things a lot again, I think. So, uh, yeah, it'll, definitely. It'll... I think my immediate my immediate reality recently has been so like far away from music and yeah, kind of what that involves that it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be really nice to actually have like re-realize that as my reality. Yeah, it's, it's just been a really long haul, isn't it? For, For sure. Us, well, we all just need a bit of a dance, a bit of a hug. Well, yeah, yeah, you can't dance <laughs> by yourself all the time, can you? Ah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're going to be doing. Um, I know you're coming to Brighton to do that um, sort of live session, aren't you, for um, the radio, Totally Wired? Yes, that's going to be uh, great. Is that is that is that going to be? I mean, I I think there's going to be an audience for that show, isn't there? Some kind of audience, yeah, there is. audience. Uh, there is. I that... mean, there's tickets. There's tickets on sale for it now. Um, yeah. Okay. From the Totally Wired website, and yeah, so it's going to be yeah, I think it's like eleven pounds or something for a ticket, and yeah, there's going to be a nice audience there, so it's going to have that vibe, but it's also going to be recorded and everything else. So that'll be, I think, mm. yeah, that always brings something else to it when you've got yeah. an audience there. Um, I think we've all a lot of people have been doing sort of sofa sessions and, and bedroom yeah. film bits and bobs but 
you can just tell, can't you, when there's an audience and when there's not. Just in, just in, just in the artist's eyes and their voice and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's just totally different, isn't it? Totally different dynamic and everything. It, will this be your first li live show for? This will be, yeah. This will be the first year? one. A couple of years. Uh, longer than that. Longer yeah. than that, mate. <laughs> Probably right. about about four years, I'd say. I think the last wow. year it was four years ago. I mean, yeah, wow. it's been too long. That's going to be super exciting, then, isn't it? <laughs> and then we've got, yeah, man. <laughs> I think I might have a heart attack. Like. Yeah. <laughs> We've also got another one coming up um, in Bristol on the 23rd of September. Right, okay. Um, yeah. Which is at the the Thunderbolt, which is a nice little boozer. Right. Quite intimate. Um, yeah. I've got some revelers come along, coming along to that mm. Bristol gang, which will be quite nice and noisy fun. Um, so, yeah, just these, these two gigs at the moment. And then we're going to get some more stuff booked in over the other, you know, the winter period and then yeah next year's set to look really quite busy and we'll have the album out by ooh, i can't remember the date now actually i think it's the start of next year i think it's uh i think um it was mentioned to me that in my february was mentioned to me for yeah. some reason stuck in my mind yeah. february will there will there be a, will there be any other uh releases between now and then yeah we're we're gonna we're gonna drop another one um gosh what date was i gonna drop it I'm gonna to need to text you this. Well, I can, I can, yeah, I'm sure. I can find always, out, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, don't worry. I'm yeah. shit at remembering dates. I've got a brain like No worries. You've got other people to do that for you. Ah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we've got two two singles to be released from the okay. album um, before the album drops. So yeah, yeah. well, do you know what, well excited. The... One of them will be the title track. Will be shared. Right. Yeah. And the other one before that will be Guilt of the Act, which I'm sure you've heard on there, which is the slightly yeah. more uh, commercial one, which is right. very weird. Um, so I wrote it and I thought, that's not going on the album. And then everyone <laughs> went, that's going on the album. That's going to be a single. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, no, no. Mm. Right then, fine. Um, <laughs> it's one of those classic, um, yeah, classic artist things to do. Which is like, yeah. yeah, not not the cheesy one. Don't really cheese it off. I never liked it more. Um, yeah, standard. Okay. But well, that's um, so, so, lot happening. It's going to be a bit of a slow burner for the meantime, obviously, as you gear up for next year, basically, and get those, um, I guess, some kind of, you know, dates in the diary uh, mm. more around the, around the release of the album, basically. And that's coming out on name still, isn't it? And it yeah. yeah, brilliant. Very cool. So very exciting for you. And I'm really, really pleased. And it was lo lovely to hear that you were back in action because I, I did wonder, well, what happened to what happened to Holly? Um, and then suddenly, bosh, there's this new um, track dropped. And uh, and then obviously things have been going from there. So that's really, really good to hear. And, Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's been a great year so far, actually. We've had so much, um, yeah, so much love for orbiting, especially. I think that one's really... Yeah. Kind of captured people with the sort of themes and the video also it was quite poignant for the times that we were in so yeah that one yeah really still as well sits it's like stands up for me as one of my favorite tracks on the album so yeah happy well, that uh, can't wait to do that one live that sounds beautiful we had a little band rehearsal the other day actually which um, yeah nice. so so you'll be doing some more band rehearsals i mean i guess this is this is this is all new again isn't it 
Band rehearsals, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. We are bringing out some of the old ones, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah of course, yeah. <laughs> definitely, yeah. We, Why have not? To, um, we have yeah. to give it that kind of energy on stage. Yeah. So we're opening with quite a raucous number, which will be a bit of a shock, so that'll be good. Yeah, um, and you'll be down on the 10th of September, yeah? Yeah, 10th of September. Well, that happens to be I my birthday, see. so uh, maybe uh, I'll does see Does it? You, you yeah. planned that well, that's good. <laughs> good <laughs> So uh, uh, you'll, you'll be quite half cut then by the time I see Yeah, you. probably. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. Um, <laughs> but I'll, I'll behave myself, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, oh, I really sweet. look forward to it. It should be, uh, should be fun. And um, yeah. thanks, thanks very much for taking the time. I know this is your... Thanks, for, thanks for giving me a... Yeah, yeah no problem. Cool, yeah, we're very excited about it, all of us here. So it should be really cool. Yeah, oh. so... so Nice to connect with you again, and um, yeah, lovely to see you, again, Jack. Have, have a good rest Violet, of the day. Huh? Yeah, have yes, a good rest you too. Of the day. Say hello to your mum. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and say hello to your mum, and I hope will. we see you on the tenth of September. Oh, mate, I look forward to it. All right, brilliant. Have Take care. Fun. Thanks a lot. Have a nice day, man. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.